Jaspers took away. Yes, for this. Get your money's worth. Now, before getting into the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is sponsored by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, located at 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Boot Crew Media, joined with Lito and Chaz, our first show since the brutal loss to the Thunder at home. Um <laughs> That was that was tough. I'm still kind of not really over that loss, but um, let's get into it. We're going to talk about Zion Williamson, and this show is going to be strictly about Zion Williamson. Um, and Lito, we're going to start with you. Uh, but you know, four years in, he's played 114 games. Uh, he played 29 this year. Um, he's played 29 in the last two years. And you know, Lito, I keep hearing the word accountability just floating around this organization accountability 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 willie green said accountability david griffin said accountability cj mccollum accountability um when it comes to zion i i think accountability is a very interesting word because since he's arrived in new orleans i feel like the organization has not been holding zion williamson accountable um he comes in overweight summer league has like an awesome play against Kevin Knox. I think it was. He dunks it. Has some type of sprain. He's out for the summer league. Okay. Fast forward. We go to preseason. Tears his meniscus. He's doing a great job. Doesn't even get, doesn't play. Takes him a while to get back from the meniscus tear. Kind of fast forward. He goes to the bubble. He randomly leaves for 13 days. No one really knows. Um, comes back. Clearly out of shape. 15-minute burst. So on and so forth. Plays understand Van Gundy during the pandemic here. Plays what 63, 64 games is a great you know all-star year. He was awesome. Summer. We fire Stan Van Gundy, breaks his foot, no one knows about it. Comes in to opening or you know, whatever, whatever is media day. We find out he breaks his foot, but we don't know when he's gonna come back out the whole year, leaves to Portland. People seem to forget about the whole Portland thing. He left to go to Portland for however many months, two months, comes back. CJ McCollum calls him out on uh, national television, comes back. You start seeing him around the team, doesn't end, he doesn't play a single game. This year, same thing. When does it stop, Leo? Because this is year, this is year five now. After probably year one or two, I've been like, all right, we got to change something up. This is year five. Yeah. Um. And that's a lot I just mentioned. You know, the thing is, 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 it's, you know, Griff, you talked about accountability. This is the first time I feel like I've ever heard Griff kind of put the situation back on Zion Holy. Um, not even Holy. He said some of it is on him. That That's what he said. Some of it is on him. So some of it is organizationally as well. I'm going to be honest, like, I'm going to need, Griff to kind of pinpoint what I'd like to hear what he thinks they failed organizationally with him. I'd like to hear what his thoughts are on that. Like how did, how could they have done better or what could they have done better? So I can't really answer that part of it as for like the player. um, I mean, man, look, you're, 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 you're a $200 million man, right? If we just, if we taking the kit, the gloves off, if we being honest with each other, you're the, you're the franchise player, you're the marquee player on the team. Um, 
you have to be on the court. Uh, we did something the other day where we were naming an MVP of the team, and a lot of people were upset that, you know, Chaz and I picked CJ. And, you know, my whole thing was games played matter. Um, you know, and, and playing through injuries matter. And, and when you listen to people like Anthony Edwards who, who talk about, you know, a young guy, I don't, I don't like to miss games. I know we, we're strictly, you know, talking about Zion, but I'm just trying to paint the picture. Like, you, you don't like to miss games because you don't know, you know, when that kid, when that fan may see you play again. And I think, you know, for, for Zion, he, he just got to – he has to take the approach that, like, his body is a business. Um, and you got to keep in mind, too, every injury you get, you got you to gotta think about you're taking – time away you taking time away from the court and it may not be something that you can necessarily regain right because you don't get injured and get more healthy you get injured and you get less healthy each time you get injured and with the type of game that he has like he seriously needs to listen let me let me start with this he was in great shape yeah he was the beginning year he was in great shape he was in great shape and i'm not even really even talking about that so much is the other things that the greats do you know what i'm saying like you know they made fun of uh this is <laughs> they made fun of cj stretching and like i think that is one of the things that you know he probably should take up right should, should take up some hot yoga or yoga or uh he should you know we've seen him come into shape but it's like when there's a stoppage in play this was a lower body injury so it's not like he he couldn't run, right? He couldn't do those things, which is hard for a guy like him with his body type because as fast as he gains weight, he loses weight really quickly. It's kind of abnormal. But uh, what he can do to, 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 to stop those things, I think is just – I think he has to get with other NBA players. I, I get the thing about his, you know, working with a stepdad, but a stepdad don't who? Not an NBA, right? Like – he got him to the league, and I and I get that. But I think when you have people who you can look at CJ, right? You look, you have people like CJ who who's taking care of his body, right? You you CJ could put you in touch with you know the Chris Brickleys of the world who who he's in touch with Brian, who he's he's in touch with you know other NBA stars who have to go through these things, do these things with their body. I can't answer the question of what Zion needs to do. But something has to be done on both parts, right. organizationally and Zion. Um, Chaz, around this time last year, well, not necessarily around this time, but maybe two months uh, ahead, uh, we had done a show about Zion Williamson, the clause in the contract being at 290. Um, and it, it, listen, I, I'm not here to talk about weight or whatever it is. I, I just don't think he can play at that weight with how explosive he is. And what he's really great at, right? Like getting off the ground, landing hard, finishing at the rim. He's explosive. Um, do you think that he can what what weight do you think he needs to be playing at? And I'm not uh, trying to like like where yeah. do you think that to where like everything seems to be lower? I mean, not everything. I mean, all about 95% of his injuries are all lower lower body besides the or the wrist or finger he had yeah. with Stan Van Gunny that ended his year. Um, but I feel like something with that has to change as well. I think, um, man, I, I think it's a really layered question. First, just to be clear, Zion has to lose weight, right? I think um, it's a proverbial elephant in the room. I think he needs to be at about 265 
And I think, and I don't think he needs to be at 265 playing weight. I think he needs to walk around at 265. I think just aside from basketball, just some regular health human being concerns, right? And that part is on Zion, how you respond. Because there's some things I've heard about this particular injury and how it was diagnosed and how it was handled that, look, no matter what happened, all you can really control is how you respond to injuries, how you respond to bad news, how you respond to disappointments. And, um, you know, if you believe what's being said behind closed doors, even what's reported when he gets down or disappointed, he eats, you know, that's, that's his coping mechanism. And, um, but even, even prior to him getting hurt, you saw his weight fluctuate. Like even, Right after he came in in like great shape, about three games into the preseason, he looked a little big again. Now I think a lot of that could be how he hydrates and how he eats after the game. Because some people just they like, well, I'm gonna go sweat it out anyway, so it I can overindulge because I know I'm playing. So just those poor habits they need they need to stop. And I think a lot of that is like Lito say, surrounding yourself with people who have um, more of a prof- your best interest professionally not just of course his family loves him they have his best interest in you know at heart but just professionally it you like you have to surround yourself with people who like understand what you can and can't do how you can't sustain yourself at this you know level like maybe even a boogie cousins charles barkley guys who struggle with it even joel and b the guy who struggled with his weight and injury but organizationally i think <laughs> Look, this is where the organization comes in at. All right, Zion works with Teresa, Teresa Witherspoon. Zion has one move, right? Zion has one basketball move. Zion, when I talk about the lack of development with this team, I always make sure I include Zion. Who are these guys working with to where, like, they're not developing, they're not really – you know, they, they aren't taking things to the next level. They aren't developing from a conditioning standpoint, neither. Like, you know, it, it's just it just doesn't make any sense to me. And that's across the board, right? But with Zion specifically, I would like to see the organization invest a lot more into its quote-unquote crown jewel and maybe adding a second or third move, maybe pushing him more in practice, Maybe maybe bringing in some people who he's actually going to take serious respect to everyone on the coaching staff. But no one's really taking, you know, a person who played one or two years professionally serious. It has to be a guy who's accomplished something in the league at a high level. Rondo talking to uh, Zion. Boogie Cousins talking to Zion. Some of these more accomplished players talking to Zion. Well, you know, renowned guys. They're going to get a much different response versus um you know some of the people we may have on the staff now some of the players we may have on the staff um but yeah i think that's what it basically comes down to organizational responsibility and how you handle zion and not just zion because a lot of people who not you know they just not development i look at jack's frame respectfully to jacks jacks looks like a 12 year old boy jacks don't jacks ain't put on no type of muscles kyra he looked exactly the same. None. Of, why? Why isn't anyone getting bigger and stronger? Like what, what's happening here? It's only like Trey who's gotten stronger. Like, well, I th- I, yeah, I feel like we can. Now we're gonna say that for another show. But 
I want to get back on on the Zion thing because because Chaz, you bring up a good point because Lido. <clears throat> I liked what I liked what Griff said because it's some sooner or later Zion Williams has to take some type of accountability. You can't you can bring him in, practice, go through a workout, weight room, sauna, all that stuff, stretch, blah, 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 blah. How it 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 falls on the player, it falls on Zion the way he treats his body after that. And I don't and I think that's where we're missing it. I think that's where, like, you know, I see a lot of people bringing Aaron Nelson to or the medical staff or this or that at the end of the day, like you got to take it, like you're a grown man. Like, and, and Griff alluded to it in his presser. He was like, we got to stop calling him kid. He's a man. And I think that's where it starts because at what point will Zion start investing in his body? Right. You, you talk about the greats, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Kobe, etc. They invest in their body. And Zion says he wants to be great. He loves the game. He loves this and loves that. But does he love the process? Does he love that part of it? I don't think he does. And not a lot of people do. But what I'm how can you get him to love that process to where, okay, I'm hurt right now. If I don't eat like an asshole, I can get back and so on. Like I can get back in five, six weeks, like I'm supposed to. I don't feel like that was really, I, I feel like that's been a problem for him um, over these last four years. I mean, who, bro, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I working out sucks. You know Suck. what I'm saying? Like, that's fun. Shit is not fun, but I'm also not getting paid 200 million dollars. So, you know what I'm saying? Like me working out is just for me, unless I'm hooping, and that's different. Then it's fun, right? But I think you know, I think you got to look at it. You got to look at it like this, right? And you got to look at it with a couple statements. And I'm I'm gonna just read you. I'm I'm not even gonna read you verbatim. I'm just gonna say this, right? So Griff says, because because if we're talking, you know, we're talking a situation holistically, top to bottom. Mm -hmm. The president says changes need to be made, right? So let's start with this. He says, while I'm fine physically, it means I'm not currently injured. So if he can play, he's not currently injured. Not the whole game, not even most of the game, but he can't, he can freaking play. He wasn't, he wasn't cleared to play basketball. He was playing one on none. He went up and windmilled. A, a dunk pregame, that's not a skill set that makes you playable in a skilled game of five on five. Okay. Before I get to before I get to my point, I'd like to say this. Griff also said we need to do a better job of examining the whole situation from top to bottom a little bit better. Finding ways to put him in the best situation to succeed is important. And his participation in that is a big part. I feel like that last part of that statement, for real, is the most important part of that statement. Yo, you can put people in whatever situation you want to put them in. Unless that, yo, I could tell Chaz, listen, bro, I got a million dollar hustle scheme. I got a million dollar scheme. All you got to do is show up and do this shit every day for the next three months, right? So Chaz might do it for the next, he might do it for, he might do it for two months, right? And then that last month, the last month in the week, he get a little lack, lackadaisical. He don't want to show up. What, what I'm supposed to do at that point, right? I showed you what's in front of you. I told you what the goal is. The money, the 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 rainbow, the end of the rainbow is right there, right? You, I'm I'm not even putting it on the organization. I'm putting it on Zion. It's on Zion. Zion's 22. I get it. That first year, you know what? The first two years, I get it. Because the first year, you had no foundation of what NBA basketball was like. You had a schedule made for you your whole entire life 
right? Going into college, it was everything was programmed through the university. So you don't know what to do. You don't know what to expect. Maybe you didn't. You never had issues with, you know, shape wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying for you, right? You could eat whatever you wanted wanted to do. That second year, cool. I'm gonna give you that too because coming into the first year, you were hurt. That second year was really your first year. <laughs> but now it's like, you know what I'm saying? Now no. And the big thing about that for me, like I said earlier, bro, like you gotta you gotta uh, uh, align yourself with people who are who are on the same wave you're on. Like Justin, you can't say, "Yo, Lito, I'm I'm trying to uh, I want to be a, a, a conglomerate and, and, and purchase real estate," and you hanging out with people who pick up trash. That that shit don't align. Like no disrespect to. The, the the trash workers, you know what I'm saying? We need y'all, we love y'all. But like those those views don't align. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like you you're not asking, you're not asking that person how to how to you know collect clientele, uh build a foundation. Like mm-hmm. Zion has to be with P. I, I get it. He with his friends, he with his buddies, he with you gotta be, you gotta literally lock in, bro. I, I'm saying, and I keep saying this. LeBron should be the standard, yo. Brian should be the standard. He 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 puts a, a million dollars in your body every summer, like. But he's also like you never see LeBron in any headlines or like negativity. You know why? Doing this or doing that. He, he should be the standard. Because he surrounds himself with the right people. He's like, it's just Chaz, like the organization. Wait, hold oh, up! Before you do oh, that, sorry. No, no, no! Before you do that, because I want to say, but that's my point, Justin. LeBron is the standard. He understands his body is a LeBron business. is one of one. Like he is. He's, LeBron's he, one of one. He's one of one. But there are other there are other players. Like there are great players who, yeah, you never hear this from. I I was of the the the, the inkling of like I, I know you don't you know you have Garrett Temple on the team right, but you Chad's mentioned Demarcus Cousins. I would love to hear him in a locker room, just be able to like. You know, I know he 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 couldn't play at the the level that he was playing, but I would love to have him in a locker room or or a veteran with a voice to get on these guys' ass. I I just think that he's been babied for so long. I don't mean disrespectful. I'm sorry, baby's not the right word. I I feel like that he's I feel like he's just been coddled ever since he's been here, and we're, we're so scared to make this mistake with Zion because he might leave and he might do well now we're in year five and he's played 114 games so sooner or later the kid gloves have to come off and Chaz that goes back so we talked about Zion has to be responsible for himself but also the organization has has a has a job to do as well he they got to get him on the court I don't know what you got to do but you got to get him on the court and right now you're failing so you got to switch it up. So what would you like to see switched up from the organizational standpoint? Man, I'm going to say this. Um, I, <laughs> look, I think I think Zion gets drafted to, uh, I don't know. Are you about to get crazy? There's a better organization. You never see this. Like, I, I think I feel that way about a lot of guys here. Well, we don't said a great podcast. I'm sorry to cut you off, but Lito said a great podcast about Gilbert Arenas. And Gilbert Arenas saying, like, if he was in Miami right now, no way this is happening. Yeah, there's no way. It's no like way. even, man, even with Drew Holiday, it's like everyone comes to this team and they're even predating Aaron Nelson. So it's not really an Aaron Nelson problem because it predates Aaron Nelson. 
when I see Drew Holiday playing the way he's playing now, yeah, I'm happy for him. But man, you came here and you laid a fucking egg. Like you, you was not that good here. Like let's keep it a buck. Then you know they didn't disclose the injury about his leg, and he came here and he had all type of weird issues. Why, as an organization, do we keep dealing with all of these all of these strange issues? And it seems like this predates the Griff regime. So it's clearly whoever's staying here Eric is Gordon. the common denominator. Like, and and that's really why was I? I'm like, it seems so simple to me. Where it's like, look, stop. Stop eating so much. Stop stop drinking sodas and, you know, all that stuff as much. Stop overindulging. And, you know, maybe spend a little more time around people who got the same goals as you on the court. You know what I'm saying? That way you can hone your craft. Like, you don't really see Zion playing in open runs with other NBA players. That's not footage you ever really – you really don't see Zion in the offseason, <laughs> like talking about it. So – you know, that goes back to the leadership is loud thing I spoke about this offseason going into this year. Like, start, you know, hanging around, hang around with professionals, you know, play. Let's, let's get some open runs going. Let's build some camaraderie. But as it pertains to him handling his injuries and things of that nature, I believe it's at least 60% to 70% organizational because I, I need to know why all of these players are missing these games. Like, regardless of the name on the back of the jersey, I need to know why this keeps happening with the players on this team the way it is happening. And that's what I would like to see changed. Even right, when I saw Zion under Stan Van Gundy, let's say it was a flash in the pan, right? And Stan Van Gundy spoke recently. He said the best way to get Zion in shape, this is what Coach – uh, I think Coach Cal told him this, right? Like, yo, Coach Zion Cal. is a great. He, like, he likes – Coach K told him. Zion likes yeah, to Coach play. Cal. He likes to scrimmage. He likes to practice. And you saw probably the best version of Zion when all of that was happening. Um, clearly, it's not a lot of practicing happening under this uh, coaching regime. But yet and still, it's like, why can't anyone get right back on the floor? <laughs> like, what's what happened with Jose's situation? What's ha- Like, why can't these guys – like, it makes it really hard for me to say – Yo, like, I with Brandon's situation, I know there's no point. standard. Like, yeah, but see, no that's the standard. But see, that's the thing. Like, I with Brandon's situation, I know he was cleared, and he just he just wasn't confident just yet. So it's like, okay, that's one thing. With Zion, you say he wasn't clear, Griff, but Sham said he's playing three on three. So which one is it? He was playing one on none. Or was he playing three on three? Well, it was a three on three, like uh, whatever. I, I think Shams is like a three on three, like they took a couple of dribbles. But again, that's still two contradictory messages being put out there. So who's telling the truth at this point? And there's only one common denominator that the Saints, Pelicans, what have you, that predates Griff and Aaron Nelson and all these people. And I think until that changes, I don't care what Zion or Brandon or anyone does. They can try to help themselves as much as they can. But if something go wrong and you got to mention the top, hold up, Chaz, because a lot of these people, a lot of our viewers are not from the city. But can you mention mm-hmm. the common denominator? Ashner Hospital, better known <laughs> as um, it might as well be called like Martin Luther King or something. Cause your ass go there, it's over for you. You have right? a dream. <laughs> yeah, like, you go there, it's over for you. Ashner Hospital, right? <laughs> 
Ashna Hospital still treats some of the Saints players. They've had several lawsuits lobbied against them. Michael Thomas is the perfect example. No, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is look, the Jimmy Keenan Lewis, Delvin Bro, Bro. You know, a lot of stuff happened this year with Jameis and a couple other players. And it's like, bro, Drew Holiday, like no one, people say, well, the Sixers didn't disclose his injury. And it's like, wait, how did you motherfuckers miss his injury during the physical? Because y'all cleared him, right? Yeah, y'all cleared him. Eric Gordon, like everybody who ever deals with. I feel like Brian Anderson had some injury history. Well, Brian Anderson got upset in practice and kicked a a wall and broke his foot. Okay, sorry. So Thank that's, you, that's what happened with him. But it's still it's other people that's, that have had some weird-ass injuries here, and I'm like, why? What, what's happening? Like, you know. Yeah. I, I think that – I think both of y'all are correct. I think that there's got to be accountability on the organization. I think Zion Williamson has to – like, he's got to, like, start taking this seriously. And yeah. we're investing gotcha. a lot of money into him. And who knows? Maybe – he had a, hor- a horrific setback, right? Maybe it was really bad, and and you can't put yourself in his shoes because you don't know how he feels. But there are ways to still get back on the court, and and I think that he needs to take care of his body way better than what he's doing right now. Uh, last five minutes to wrap up. We'll go ahead, Lito. Because I, I want to say, I want to say, I just kind of want to piggyback off what y'all y'all were talking about. You were saying if he was drafted to a different team, I, I'm not saying I don't. So I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think that the the problem is. Culturally, there's there's like you have to set the foundation of a culture. But you have to have you have to have winning players and people that want to be here, like i.e. Drew Brees, Sean Payton, they set a foundation, a culture for everyone else to follow. Because the Saints were shit before that. I mean, yeah. you know, Griffey Griff is at the helm of that, so he can change sure. all of that whenever he sure. he yeah. decides, you know, he wants to. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be a star player to set that standard. You just need somebody in the locker room to set the standard and then other guys will follow, right? The other thing is um, Zion is 22. He's he's 22. Yeah, but Lito, like, uh, he's 22. He's got 200, like, invest $200 million in, like, I don't, don't, like, I'm sorry. Like, at at some point, I don't care about your age. Listen, when I was 22, I I was drunk and stupid. Like, I still am today, but still, like, it doesn't, that, that, that doesn't matter. It's right. the fact that he's getting like two hundred something million dollars. I expect you to be a professional. The the only reason why I agree with you because he, he is a as as since the age of eighteen he's been a professional basketball player. But I'm saying his age simply because you have to. This is what it, when I when I get too close. Evan to Mo- age, how old's Evan? How old's Evan Mobley? Twenty. Let's go down. Let's go, how old's Josh Giddy? The guy that just fucking dropped a thirty burger in a playoff game. How old's he? Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, it was like, Dyson Daniels, 19 years old. Okay. Like, there's, there's other rookies. In, like, Jaden Sharp's 19, too. Like, you got to let it up. Like, yeah. I, I think, I think, too, I, I think, I think, too, with Toledo's uh, yeah. point, the reason why the 22-year-old thing is kind of still a thing, because all 22-year-olds aren't created equal, right? Sure. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a lot of. I don't have a lot on this plate. There's a lot of 16-year-old, 22-year-olds. And to me, the most right, alarming right. thing with that is, like, Zion's clearly a mentally fragile young man. So when that article came out with him and Spoon and the crying and all that, and I'm not making light of it, making fun of it, but that shows me who you are as a personality, right? It's like, okay, you know. And- yeah, but I think he was in a... 
but I'm it's like, just with, it's just with mental health. It's it's a very fragile subject. Yeah, and, that's and why you can't it's like, like assume you don't know what S, you know, like and you don't know what's going on with him. Um, but, right. But we gave him. We 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 did hold, that. Like, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me take you the point I was trying to make the twenty two. The point that the point that I'm making is, I'm looking at the Joel and B situation, right? I'm looking at somebody who had, who had the same struggles, who didn't necessarily understand, who missed the first two years of his career. I think Zion has played more games than Zion than Joel did at mm-hmm. this point in his career at the same time, right? Yeah, I think so. So, with that being said, I bring up 22 just because while it is it's a frustrating situation it's still he's still 22 he can he can i know justin i know what you about mm-hmm. to say but the thing is just like the light bulb went off on joel it, it can happen for Zion. Sure. Hey, you, got, you got to think too right this is the first time i feel like the national media has been not necessarily out on a pelican, but out on him. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like this time like around, were like blaming on Zion and not exactly this time around. They're out on him. Like Stephen, they say you cost the Pelicans a trip to the finals. Uh, Shaq, Charles, they they they're talking about him. One one last point. The the thing about you know Griff and the organization in general is right. Zion's whole injury situation has been clear as mud. It's, it's that's, been, and that's why I was gonna bring up with the Joel Embiid thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, because it 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 changes. It's so many changes right. to like he's playing three on three, then he's not. Then he had a setback, but it wasn't really reported as a setback. It, and it goes back to the meniscus tear. Like he's supposed to come back in six weeks, he comes back in ten. Uh, it goes back to Griff says right. he's not gonna miss a day. You know, he's gonna be there for opening day. He doesn't even play a game. Like with Joel Embiid, like you knew he was hurt. He didn't leave. He didn't randomly leave a bubble he didn't randomly go to portland he didn't randomly do this he didn't randomly do that like like you saw him on the bench like that's my problem is that like it's it's just never clear with zion and the, that's why the that, goes, that yeah. goes back to the organization so the, we were getting the david griffin presser but it's 30 minutes now um y'all you I mean, should if you want to yeah. go, go no ahead. we're gonna, we're gonna say uh, for the sunday show because what, what i want to mention is that we're gonna do we're gonna, in the offseason be twice a week um Every Tuesday night and every Sunday night. Um, but Chaz, you got a minute, and then Leo got a minute, and then we'll get off. Um, yeah, basically, again, I think the organization needs to really, really analyze how they're spending their money with as it pertains to the medical staff and the people who evaluate the players and send them out there because it's getting to the point where, like, you know, you're starting to play with people's lives. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Not livelihoods, just not just livelihoods, right. but like lives. Like I don't trust anyone to be evaluated by Ashner and you know in company at this point. But the things you can control of your Zion Williamson, you can control. You know what I'm saying? As far as your weight, your eating habits, your conditioning, even your your on court ability. Because to me, the most damning thing aside from his conditioning and his weight is. You still only got like one move, bro. Like that's that's really alarming oh, to me. That's I need weird. to know who you're working with. That's like, another man. show. <laughs> um, uh, Lido, minute, go ahead. Get well soon, Zion. Recover. Uh, be the guy who you think we are, who we think you can be, and who we know, who you know you are. The the rest of my my rest of my time, I don't have anything to say about the Pelicans. I want to say two things though. 
playoff, Kawhi Leonard is different. Um, I, I want to say that what he's doing against Kevin Durant right now, I don't think I've seen nobody do. Secondly, I want to say we have our issues with Willie Green, uh, but I want to say this. Third, the Suns have D-Book and KD on the team, and they run in the pick and roll with 38-year-old Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. So that means you literally are parking KD and Book in the corner, and they're not touching the ball for multiple it's, – it's, it's hilarious. To – by the way, Joel Embiid, me and Leo Texas, he's he's all the world. MVP. He's all world. He's I've never seen anything like him. Um, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on Zion Williamson. Uh, we'll see y'all Sunday night. Once again, we'll be here every Tuesday night and every Sunday night. Um, hoping to have a good show for y'all on Sunday. And love to hear your thoughts on Zion Williamson presented to you by Company Burger, located at 4600 Ferret Street. We will see y'all on Sunday. Later. Come back soon, Zion. Way. It was a finger roll of Eddie. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.